Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. After a two-week vacation, Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide preparing to go back to work this week for its bowl prep and facing the Michigan Wolverines for the Citrus Bowl at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. The matchup set for January 1st of 2020. We're back tidying up loose ends from the break on the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. This right here being in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And before we get started here, a big congratulations in order for 15 student athletes from the University of Alabama as these young men earned their degrees over the weekend. Among the 15 players, we have defensive lineman Raekwon Davis, outside linebacker Terrell Lewis, quarterback Mac Jones, wide receiver Tyro Shavers, and defensive back Trayvon Diggs, among others. So a big shout out to the 15 young men from the University of Alabama football program marching with their degree. Also, as a surprise to no one, Joe Burrow of LSU winning the Heisman Trophy over the weekend. Alabama's Tua Tagovailoa finishing 10th in the Heisman voting. As always, people, go ahead, drop that thumbs up, that like on the show, and subscribe. That tells us here at TDA. Got to continue feeding you the best and up-to-date information on your Crimson Tide, the network here on YouTube. Over 7,000 subscribers strong, thanks to you, the fans. Well, for me, I was going to tidy up loose ends here by finally getting into why I am excited for the Citrus Bowl matchup. Of course, at first, 
I was not really feeling it just due to you know, Alabama not playing for an SEC championship or did not play for an SEC championship, not in the college football playoff, did not draw a New Year's Six Bowl matchup. And of course, for at this day and time, especially with the playoff being around since 2014, uh, the idea has become if you are not in the playoff, if you are not among the top four seeds, the playoff has caused the bowl season to lose, significantly lose a lot of interest just due to, for a lot of these players, and especially the draft-eligible ones, those who are very highly valued as draft picks, in their mind, it's if I'm not in the playoff, if I'm not competing for a national championship, or at the very least, if I am not in a New Year's Six Bowl, why am I stressing my body? Why am I putting all the strain on myself? Why am I going all out when I'm not in the college football playoff? I'm not in a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm in a basic bowl game. I'm definitely a high, you know, first round pick. Why do I risk, you know, getting myself hurt? And that's the whole matter of you know, what's going on right now, especially with the playoff and how people view the playoff with the TV deals, the contracts, the commercials, the revenue, all the buildup getting pushed toward the playoff. So, you know, that's one of the things. But to me, as I was able to go back in, dive in and look around at some things, I started to get more so, you know, happy about this matchup. And the first reason was I go back to uh, – the one time prior to this year where Alabama had a team that had two blemishes, at least two blemishes on its record in the regular season, the 2010 Alabama team that was 9-3 and three going into the postseason. And uh, it took on another team from Michigan in a bowl game, Capital One Bowl down there in Florida. And despite how good Mark D'Antonio is, or Mark D'Antoni is, in, t- in terms of... Uh, him being able to uh, get the best out of his team, get the best out of his players, get the maximum potential out of his roster. D'Antonio and the Spartans ran into a buzzsaw in Alabama and just got whooped 49-7 in the Capital One Bowl down there in Florida. That was an Alabama team that was angry, uh, that was mad, that was ticked off, that had a lot of National Football League talent on it. And when you look at this year's Alabama team, I see the same thing. Uh, This year's group mad, this year's group angry because of the fact of the matter of this was supposed to have been Saban's best team, the revenge tour, unfinished business, all of these colorful, you know, sayings that are all of these big time sayings that the Alabama players would use. And uh, it did not pan out that way. And especially after the Iron Bowl, you watched guys come off the field in tears, in frustration, in pain, in hurt, searching for answers, wondering, you know, how did this happen? Why did this happen? This was not what we wanted to see this thing, how we want to see this thing go down. So you're facing a very, you know, angry Alabama team that wants to end this on the right note. So that's, you know, number one just drawing off the previous experience of that 2010 team that was able to, despite having three blemishes, you go down to Florida, you're playing the Capital One Bowl, you get a big win there. So that's number one. Number two, 
you're getting a chance to play against a marquee power. This is not some rinky-dink team. When you say the word, or when you say the school Michigan, you know, Michigan still carries weight with what uh, Bo Schimbeckler did and what the likes of Lloyd Carr was able to do. Michigan is still a big-time marquee brand-name program. So there's not much you have to say to get these guys motivated, to get these guys pumped up, to get these guys ready to go you know, for this matchup because it's such a big-time matchup in Michigan. The last time both of these schools played each other was to open the 2012 season, the Cowboy Classic down there in Arlington, Texas, AT&T Stadium, otherwise known as Jerry World. Alabama Alabama got the big 41-14 victory, if I'm not mistaken, over Denard Robertson and the Wolverines. So... This was not. This is not the first time you know, these two programs have faced each other. So you get a chance to play in a marquee matchup against a really, really good football team. So that's number two. Uh, adding on with that, number two reason is you have a chance to shut up a coach that has thrown a, a lot of slick shots at you know Nick Saban upon him. Coming back to college football, that being one, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh came back to the college football ranks in 2015 after spending some time in the National Football League with the San Francisco 49ers. Upon Harbaugh coming back, came comes back to Michigan. He has all these satellite camps and whatnot and trying to recruit all these guys this way and that way, using all of his different antics. And, of course, he took a few shots you know, at Nick Saban. Tide fans were not too happy about that. Of course, you have a lot of guys in national media who felt like, and this was before Dabo Sweeney would start his ascent to the top in terms of Clemson, you had some guys that felt like it would be Jim Harbaugh that would really challenge Nick Saban. But unfortunately, despite the fact that Harbaugh has a career record of 77 and 17 in his five years at Michigan, he has not had much success against teams in his own conference, the Big Ten. In his five years, winless against Ohio State, 0-5. And this was with and without Urban Meyer, winless against Ohio State. Against Michigan State, he's only 3-2. Against Penn State, 3-2. Against the Wisconsin Badgers, 2-2. So he hasn't been very consistent in winning games within his own conference. Has yet to win a Big Ten Conference championship. Once again, he's been at Michigan now five years, carrying a record of 77-17. and However, the fact that he's been taking or he has taken slick shots at Nick Saban and Alabama in the past, he's also fired some darts off at the SEC, calling the conference a bunch of cheaters. Here's a moment for the one team in that conference, Alabama, to really shut up uh, Harbaugh and get a big win in this matchup. And also with that, you have uh, the quarterback of the Wolverines, Shea Patterson, with him, uh, there was a tweet on Twitter, uh, or there was a graphic on Twitter that had you know a little caption in that coming from Shea Patterson via his Instagram page, Instagram Live. And what's interesting about social media, and in particular Instagram, you post a photo to your storyline or a video to your storyline or even a live video to your storyline. It'll stay up for about 24 hours or, or 
for 24 hours, period. And unless you catch that picture or that video or that live uh, that live video within the 24 hours, you're not going to catch it at all. But rumors have it that Shea Patterson was on Instagram Live with a couple of Michigan fans, and somebody brought up Alabama. And, of course, you know, Patterson answered with, no, I'm not afraid of them. And this is just me talking, but who have they played? Kind of throwing that jab at the Crimson Tide. Of course, if you remember Shea Patterson, he was formerly of the Ole Miss Rebels when he was in the SEC. His freshman year, I want to say it was 2017, of course, he was the quarterback for the Rebels. Uh, Ole Miss took on Alabama inside Brian Denny. This was the game that Alabama tore the Rebels up limb from limb, beating it 66-3 to at home. It was also the game in which Levi Wallace had his coming out party, three picks, including one for a touchdown at his defensive back position, the cornerback. So Alabama has torn Shea Patterson up once before. And here he goes again, you know, making these statements of, you know, not afraid of Alabama, by the way, who have they played, just coming his opinion. So a chance to beat a highly profile program, a chance to shut up Jim Harbaugh, and a chance to shut up Shea Patterson once again. Just some reasons to be excited to play in the Citrus Bowl as a consolation prize, despite not being able to compete for a national championship. Also, one of the reasons why I'm happy for this matchup, the decision made by one Jerry Judy, Alabama junior at wide receiver. And it goes back to something I mentioned earlier. A lot of guys, when you are not in the college football playoff, you don't want to overstress your body. You don't want to overexert yourself because you're in a bowl game and not playing or competing for a shot in a national championship. Jerry Judy, a guy that's widely regarded by a number of draft analysts as a top five pick. But this is somebody that goes, it's not about me. This is about my teammates. This is about, you know, playing for the University of Alabama. This is about showing a fan base that I care about that. I'm going to give my all. And that this be the last time I rock this crimson and white, I want to rock this crimson and white, my number four jersey, and go out on top. And Jerry Judy making this announcement via his Twitter page over the weekend on Friday in which he said, I will play in the bowl game. There is no reason why I should not play in this game. So very happy of the decision that Judy made, sticking it out to the end, uh, you know, wanting to be out there with his brothers one final time. And my prayer, my hope is that the young man goes out there, balls out, and has a tremendous ball game. So big ups there too. Jerry Judy, but really looking forward to this matchup here in the Citrus Bowl, getting a chance to play a marquee program, uh, get a win over Jim Harbaugh potentially, and and uh, being able to see this defense attack and go after Shea Patterson, and also Jerry Judy being able to do you know his thing on the field. Well, folks, that's going to do it here for this edition of shows, hottest show on the streets here in. My own words, the podcast. As always, you download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Get that today for your iPhone if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. Check out the podcast options at the bottom of the screen. Also, subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest. Also, if you haven't done so already, 
go to STS Footwear right now and get you a copy and copy a pair of these shoes. The ultimate roll tie Alabama Crimson Tide shoes for the ultimate fan. Copy you a pair of these shoes. If you go to stsfootwear.com right now, use the code TD Alabama. Use the code TD Alabama. You get $15 off your next purchase. Can't beat that with the stick. stsfootwear.com. Get you a pair of these shoes. When we come back to start next week's edition of shows, we will dive into the matchups that go into the Citrus Bowl. Till next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. You have been listening to In My Own Words.